Welcome, everyone, to the Apocalary Podcast. I'm Steve. He is Dr. Van Beek. Dr. Van Beek. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I did a little piece this morning for for the um, for the President's Council on Revelation, and so now I feel like Dr. Van Beek today. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. You showed them the knowledge, and then you quickly took it away. <laughs> yes. Yes. I. What What is that from the Wizard of Oz? I. I just brought the curtain back a little bit. Ah, nice. Oh, that's yeah. a great reference. That's a lovely reference. Well, to, today, bud, we're going to talk about Amos 8 and 9. Is there anything you'd like to preview as, as we think about jumping in? Just that uh, God's going to say, I've had enough. It's all over. He's going to tell him one more time. But then at the end, he says, yeah, maybe I'll restore you. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's so, it's not a fool's hope. There's actual hope. There is actual hope. This yeah. this morning in the um, in the uh, in the little devotional I did, I did remind everybody that the prophets are God's favorites. Yeah, yeah. But you'd never know it. No, no. <laughs> not said, in human said, terms, anyway, right? And I said, <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, only people with uh, more than one child know that a parent can have favorites, actually. Because <laughs> people would say, God can't have favorites. Oh, yes, he can. Yeah. But I did not mention to them, all of his favorites died miserable deaths. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not all, but but most, which is which is one of the great oddities. Yeah. 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 Takes you back to Revelation. How many have to die? Well, a few more. Yeah. Not enough of you yet. Yeah. Yes, this this God we serve doesn't seem to care if we die. Yeah. And it might be because eternity is going to be fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a, what a great thought, right? I mean, but uh, I can't personally bend my own head around that. Oh no, I can't get there either. Um yeah. you know, with our with our form of present presentism, we can't we can't get to that point. <laughs> <laughs> if I was living back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also true. Okay. Well, cool. Well, folks, uh, if you could turn to, you know, if you want to follow along and play the at home game of uh, Apocalary, um, yes. you know, turn your Bibles to Amos 8 and we'll be starting right off there. And, you know, the odd thing, Steve, when I see this, a basket of ripe fruit, mm. why do I always get an image of someone with a basket with a bunch of people's heads cut off heads in it or, or like like a basket of gore. I don't know why the ripe fruit always reminds me of that. Hmm. And I, I must have seen a picture at one time of hmm. of some biblical thing from Revelation with a basket and people, mm -hmm. you, know, mm -hmm. you know, or something. I, I don't know why. But it's not a good image. Yeah, yeah. And it's not the image that's intended here. This is actually just a basket of ripe fruit. Well, yeah. actually, it is the image intended here. You, you <laughs> yeah. read it. We'll get there. <laughs> all right. That's all. It's an awesome lead into that. Folks, ver, uh, chapter 8, verse 1. This is what the Sovereign Lord showed me, a basket of ripe fruit. What do you see, Amos, he asked. A basket of ripe fruit, I answered. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't that's okay. I don't mean to give a look at that. It, it the, sounds like um, Jack and Jill going up the hill, doesn't it? Or Dick yeah. and Jane, you know. Yeah. What do you see? A basket of ripe fruit. <laughs> Carry on. Then the Lord said to me, the time is right for my people Israel, and I will spare them no longer. In that day, declares the sovereign Lord, the songs in the temple will turn to wailing, 
many, many bodies will be flung everywhere. Silence. Hear this, you who trample the needy, who do and do away with the poor of the land, saying, When will the new moon be over, that we may sell grain and the Sabbath be ended, that we may market wheat, skimping on the measure, boosting the price, and cheating with dishonest scales? Bind the poor with silver and the needy for a pair of sandals, selling even the sweepings with the wheat. Isn't that something? Oh, yeah. It's 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 them. They Israel is the problem here. Yeah. But when he says this, he says, so a basket of ripe fruit. Um, it's actually in the Hebrew, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a play on words. It's actually mm-hmm. a basket of fruit ripe for the picking. Mm-hmm. So it's a basket. I don't know how that quite works, you know, ripe for the picking. But but the idea is, you know, the if it's in the basket, of course, it's already been picked. But the idea is they are ripe for the picking. Okay. And what kind of picking is this going to be? I'm going to go into the temple and there are going to be bodies flung everywhere. Mm. Can you imagine that image? Eh? Just like going into your church and say, you know, I, I can see bodies flying, just laying there all over this church, dead mm-hmm. bodies all over this church, mm-hmm. which horrifies us because we, we, it brings us back to some of the shootings. Yeah, that, that makes world heard. that makes world news when that kind of stuff happens today. Yes. Yeah. And it would then too, but they, you know, you had to kind of walk to the next town to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> it took, took a little longer. First the scribe had to write it out. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> then you had to walk. But um, but the idea that there's just bodies everywhere. And mm-hmm. and and why are there bodies everywhere? Because you're not paying attention to the people you should be paying attention to. Mm-hmm. You're you're trampling the needy and the poor. And then he says. You're, you're, you're going to my festivals. This this bothers me because this is this gets into my head a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're going to my festivals and you're saying, when is this thing going to be over so that I can get back? Because they they couldn't do their this is like the old Sundays, mm-hmm. you know, where people mm-hmm. didn't open their stores on Sunday. And and they'd be they'd be saying, you know, man, I'll be glad when this day's over and I can get back to selling my grain. I'll be glad when this Sabbath has ended so I can market my wheat so that I can go back. And then God says, so I can go back to cheating people by skimping on the measure and boosting Mm -hmm. the price using dishonest scales, right? Mm. Buying the poor and sweeping even the wheat. So they, you know, they're mixing sweepings in with the wheat, Mm -hmm. Um, just cheating people. That's, that's basically what he's saying. I can't wait to get through this religious stuff so I can go back to making money. Yeah. And cheating people. And I, I have sat in church and thought, man, I'll be glad when this is over. So, you know, we can go to a nice restaurant for lunch. And, <laughs> and uh, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I believe I have as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, 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 and he's going to punish them. And that's what he's saying here. Mm-hmm. So. All right, folks. Verse seven now. The Lord has sworn by himself the pride of Jacob. I will never forget anything they have done. Will not the land tremble for this? And all who live in it in or sorry, and all who live in it mourn. The whole land will rise like the Nile. It will be stirred up and then stink like the river of Egypt. In that day, declares the sovereign Lord, I will make the sun go down at noon and darken the earth in broad daylight. I will turn your religious festivals into mourning, and all your singing into weeping. I will make All of you wear sackcloth and shave your heads. I will make that time like mourning for an only son and the end of it like a bitter day. The days are coming, declares the sovereign Lord, 
when I will send a famine through the land, not a famine of food or a thirst for water, but a famine of hearing the words of the Lord. People will stagger from sea to sea and wander from north to east, searching for the word of the Lord, but they will not find it. Yeah, so so again, he says to them, like, you you know, the trembling is going to come right through everything, right? You're going to be like the Nile that rises and 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 goes back down. Um, I don't know this, the, the sun go down at noon, you know? Hmm. Um, I, I don't think that's an actual sun going down at noon. It's not, I don't think it's referring to an eclipse or anything like that. I think it's just referring to, to some, some of the, some of the darkness that comes in, in bad weather or smoke in the sky or hmm. things like that. Right. Hmm. But, but what do you, so I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that's kind of the way I see it. They, they do that kind of natural disaster thing quite a bit right this you yeah. know the moon to blood and and meaning meaning that severe judgment of god and um and your religious festivals you're, you're going to mourn during these religious festivals and then he says i'm going to bring a famine and he, this is kind of neat the famine that he's bringing he says is the famine for the word of god mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and probably we would say oh well woo you know, yeah. <laughs> as long as I'm stuffing my face, I think I'm going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I got this. But no, but, you no, don't got this. <laughs> you don't have this. But what happens with the Assyrian captivity, and then again later on with the Babylonian captivity, is is um, you know they're not key. They, there's no more Bible, hmm. right? Um, the Bibles are gone. Like the 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 Bibles in the synagogues are are um, no, there weren't synagogues, right? Yeah. Um, so the, there's there's no scripture. They don't they don't really pick up the scripture again until Ezra. Right. Remember Ezra? They're they're not even speaking Hebrew anymore. And Ezra finds a copy in in the in the ruins of the temple. Um, he finds this copy of 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 some portion of scripture, probably the pen, uh, probably the Torah. Right, is mm-hmm. what we're thinking. And and they start reestablishing Jewish um, religion. They think that it's during that time of the exile. That's the rise of the rabbis. Hmm. And that's the possibly the rise of the synagogue. If we can get 10 Jewish guys together, you know, we're gonna we'll bring them together and we'll 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 meet and we'll have synagogues, hmm. which means a gathering, you know, a gathering. Um, and so so he's saying to them, he's saying, What's gonna happen is you're not gonna have my word anymore. Hmm. Hmm. Um pretty horrendous times. Yeah, actually, the this this and when you think of these exiles, like you're you're talking about what seven twenty two, they don't come back till five five thirty. Um, that's is that two hundred years? That's yeah, it's almost years. almost two hundred years. Yeah, yeah. So like whole generations of people are are dying without without God, mm. and mm. you know, and that's what he's saying to them. And you're going to wander, and there there will be nothing yeah. for you. Mm. Okay, and then just to finish off, folks, in verse 13, in that day, the lovely young women and the strong young men will faint because of thirst. Those who swear by the sin of Samaria, who say, as surely as your God lives, Dan, or as surely as the God of Beersheba lives, they will fall never to rise again. Yeah, and and remember, Samaria is the capital city of Israel. The Samaritans are the ones that are left over after the captivity. They've ma- intermarried with other people. The Jewish people that come back, um, uh, they they don't like them. They they both they both hate each other. Dan Dan is the far north, and Beersheba, which I screwed up before, 
mixing it up with Bethel. Beersheba is actually down below um, Jerusalem. Hmm. So you're the length of the land. And um, he says, he says, you're not going to make it. Yeah. That's what, all that I'm telling you guys is you've sinned so much against me that you're not going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. It scares me every time I read this stuff. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. are we reading this? Why don't we go do something different, Steve? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, we feel almost compelled to, right? We do. Yeah, yeah. It's it's almost like a like a tragic accident. You can't look away. Yeah. When you're reading it, <laughs> and and remember, we say this this doesn't necessarily point at us. He's talking to Israel, and this is a judgment against Israel. This is not a judgment against us. Mm-hmm. It's just when we do a lot of the same stuff. It kind of makes us wonder. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. Chapter nine, starting at verse one. I saw the Lord standing by the altar and he said, strike the tops of the pillars so that the thresholds shake. Bring them down on the heads of all the people. Those who are left, I will kill with the sword. No one, not one will get away. No one will escape or none will escape. Though they dig down to the depths below, from there, my hand will take them. Though they climb up to the heavens above, From there, I will bring them down. Though they hide themselves on top of Carmel, there I will hunt them down and seize them. That's a mountain, by the way. That's not a dessert. Yeah, it's not not part of a caramel bar. (laughs) (laughs) Though they hide. How do they get them in the caramel bar? (laughs) (laughs) Though they hide. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Though they hide from my eyes at the bottom of the sea. There I will command the serpent to bite them. Though they are driven by into exile by their enemies, there I will command the sword to slay them. I will keep my eye on them for harm and not for good. So they're even even when they go into exile, they're still going to be killed. Yeah. You know, there's nowhere to go. You can't go high enough, you can't go low enough, you can't go to top of Carmel, you can't go to the bottom of the sea. Wherever you go, my judgment's gonna follow you. Hmm. That's all he's saying. Yep. It doesn't matter where you go. When you end up in exile, you think, oh, now we're in exile so we can live out our lives. Nope. Going to kill you there too. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a conclusion. I will keep my eye on them for harm, not for good. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine having God say that? He's never said that to us, Steve. Yeah. He's never said that in the New Testament. I'm going to look at you for harm. Mm. Ever. Mm. Even when life seems crappy and, you know, we're upset. God's never said, Stephen, I'm I want harm for you. He's only yeah. ever said I want good for you. Yeah. 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 But for them, he said, Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, verse five, folks. The Lord, the Lord Almighty, he touches the earth and it melts, and all who live in it mourn. The whole land rises like the Nile and then and then sinks like the river of Egypt. He builds his lofty palace. Didn't he just heaven. say this? I believe so. <laughs> yeah. He didn't need to add this last chapter, did he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking he's thinking they're kind of clueless. I'm going to try. I'm going to give it to him one more time. Yeah. Yeah. He builds his lofty palace in the heavens and sets Unless he looks back and go, yeah, I already said that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of the Lord says that. <laughs> <laughs> well, our, our view of, um, of, of inspiration of scripture would not allow us to do that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. If it's thought for thought, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we it could go. We could go there. <laughs> he calls out for the waters of the sea and pours them out over the face of the land. The Lord is his name. 
Are you not Israelites, the same to me as the Cushites, declares the Lord? Did I not bring Israel up from Egypt, and the Philistines from Keptor, and the Arameans from Kerr? Surely yeah, this the- is kind of weird, isn't it? He's, he's yeah. kind of saying, like, you're my Israelites. You're kind of the same as the rest of them. I did stuff for these other guys. Yeah. And, and that's not something you expect. You don't expect this Philistine comment or the Aramean comment or even the Cushite comment. You're, 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 he, there's almost, um, there's almost a, a whole nation view all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Like I did this for you, but I've done stuff for others as well. And you don't expect that in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, you think it's all Israel. New Testament, it becomes everybody, but Old Testament's all Israel. And at right. this point, he said, no, I've done some of this other stuff too. Yeah. Um, it's almost like he's striking at their pride really hard here. You are, you are no better to me than anybody else. Yeah, I like the way you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You, you, yeah. Yeah. That has some scary connotations if this is if we carry this forward into how God views us throughout all of history, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, surely the eyes of the sovereign Lord, this is verse eight, folks, are on the sinful kingdom. I will destroy it from the face of the earth. I will not totally destroy the descendants of Jacob, declares the Lord. For I will give the command and I will shake the people of Israel from or shake the people of Israel among all nations as grain is shaken in a sieve. Not a pebble will reach the ground. All the sinners among my people will die by the sword. And all those who say disaster will not overtake or meet us. Almost says, it almost kind of, it's almost contradictory, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's it? a little bit. It's got a, it's got a weird wording to it in the NIV for sure. Yeah. Or, or does he? Yeah. He says, I won't totally destroy you. Oh, but. <laughs> but I'm going to destroy you all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. You're in big trouble. And uh, uh, I just had to tell you one more time. Yeah. I might let a couple go. Yeah. 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 But no one's getting through the sieve. Yeah. 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 It's almost like if you're the sinner, you're not going to get through. So there, maybe there are a few, you know, are there, is there a remnant? Uh, is there anyone mm. righteous here? I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that. Yeah. He's, he's just, yeah. And then he turns here, right? Here we go. Uh, verse 11. In that day, I will restore David's fallen shelter. I will repair its broken walls and restore its ruins uh, and will rebuild it as it used to be so that they may possess the remnant of e- Edom and all the nations that bear my name, declares the Lord, who will do these things. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when the reaper will be overtaken by the plowman and the planter by the one treading grapes. New wine will drip from the mountains and flow from all my all the hills. I will bring back my people, Israel, from exile. It's kind of hard to follow this piece, Steve. Mm. But what he's what he's kind of saying is um, like you're going to possess Edom. So the you know the Edomians, the Edomites, um, descendants of Esau, he says you're going to control that again. But down here he says the reaper being overtaken by the plowman is is kind of an idea that that things are so so lush and rich that that they're reaping and plowing at the same time like mm-hmm. like there's like there's no end to the to the produce that's coming mm-hmm. and the same with the grapes it's the same idea wine dripping from the mountains like there's just so you know god just said i'm going to kill you all and now he says ah oh, I, I can't i'm there's there's there are better times coming mm. 
Hmm. I, I just can't, I just can't stay mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? It doesn't, it doesn't follow at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 14. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was like, just completely. I, yeah. Lost. I screwed you. <laughs> no, no. I was just, um, they will rebuild the ruined cities and live in them. They will plant vineyards and drink their wine. They will make gardens and eat their fruit. I will plant Israel in their own land, never again to be uprooted from the land I have given them, says the Lord your God. I don't get this part because um, he kind of said to Israel, you're never going back. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. he says, I'll plant you there again. Yeah. And oh, by the way, I'm going to bring you back. I'm going to bring you back, but he doesn't with Israel. He does with Judah, but the Samaritans, he doesn't quite, or he hasn't quite done that. Um, I don't know. I don't don't know where to go with that because I kind of, earlier he said, you'll never come back. And I said, that really did happen because they never really came back the way the, the way the, the um, Judeans did from, from uh, Bab- the Babylonian exile. Remember, right. they came back under Nehemiah. Right. And then they had trouble with the Samaritans who were already there. But these other these other Israelites didn't really come back. So I'm not sure how that all works, you know. Right, right. Yeah. And is this a, that sort of thing where they're interchangeably using Judah and Israel back and forth, that it's confusing a bit? Yeah, except here he, he actually says Israel, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. I'm just, Unless I'm, he's talking about Israel as a whole, rather than mm-hmm. Israel as the part of the divided kingdom, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. I don't know what's coming back for sure. Yeah, we yeah. do know they come back in, yeah. you know, in, um, in the five thirties, right? Yeah, yeah. They come yeah. back five thirty seven, five thirty six. Okay, they come back under Nehemiah. Okay, and yeah. it's all a confusing time with Zerubbabel and all that. Um. You know, but and then Ezra later on, Ezra finds the book and and all those things happen. It's the beginning of the second temple, mm-hmm. and that's the rebuilding of the temple that he's talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be even better. Mm-hmm. It wasn't better. Remember, they some some wept and some were happy. Yeah, yeah. pretty much that. Uh, whenever you do anything at a university, it seems. But <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, oh! You and I have experienced that firsthand. Um, <laughs> oh yes, but but um, so anyway, so that's the end of Amos, and and Amos's whole point was again, again, when you when you got rich, you forgot about God, hmm. and you guys never did really remember God because Jeroboam was, he was a heathen, yeah, you know he wasn't he wasn't a solid Jewish guy, yeah, so hmm. so. But God, God in the end says, oh, I will bring you back. I, I, I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. Do we, well, do we fight this all the way through the Old Testament, God's anger, and then he relents, and then he's mad, and then he relents? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's this great balance between his justice and his mercy all the way through, right? Like, I, I really should just wipe you off the place of the earth permanently, but yeah. I'll bring you but, back again. But I'll bring you back. You don't deserve any piece of this, but, yeah. but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. This is the merciful God that we serve. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Larry, that was great stuff, my friend. Uh, Folks, what a good reminder. Like Larry said, though, this is not something that we can take forward and say this applies to us today. There's a very great temptation to to read something in Scripture and say, well, this is us now. 
But what it is, is a good example of how God deals with us and how God could deal with us and how he thinks about his people. Um, folks, we're so thankful that uh, you joined us on this journey. Next week, we're going to do Obadiah, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, then we'll probably, I think it's next, the week after that, we're going to take a little two-week uh, break. Yeah. And uh, then we'll hit it again sometime in November. So yeah. just kind of look forward to that. That's kind of our schedule from here on out. And for those of you who are catching up months later, none of this matters to you. Just keep listening. We're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're if you're binge listening, because <laughs> I'm that's, certain that's happening. <laughs> that's right. If you've got COVID and you're desperate, we're here for you. Um, <laughs> we'll make your COVID seem not so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll actually wish. Ah, never mind. Um, <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. I was going to go places I shouldn't go. Uh, but we're so glad that you do this every week with us. And thank you so much for listening. It's such an encouragement. Until next time, I was Steve. He was Larry. And this was the Apocalypse Podcast.